From The Sundial, I'm PJ Shahamat, and this is The Dugout Podcast. In the past, the NCAA restricted student-athletes from profiting from their likeness. But recently, Governor Gavin Newsom signed SB 206, a bill that would allow California athletes to collect monetization from their likeness. Our assistant sports editor, Andreas Soto, is here to talk about this new state legislature. Hi, Andreas. Hey, PJ. Glad to be here. So give us a little background on this subject. So SB 206, also known as the Fair Pay to Play Act, it would basically allow California student athletes to earn money off their name, image, and likeness, which you just kind of nailed right there. Um, Basically, right now the NCAA forbids athletes from getting paid under the guise of amateurism. And because of that, they're not allowed to make any money at all that profits from that takes advantage of their status as a student athlete. So, for example, they can't get free meals. They can't. Somebody can't buy them groceries if they're broken hungry. They can't make money off their YouTube channel. They can't hire an agent. They can't do a lot of things. So these people, they need to make money somehow. A lot of their time goes towards these sports. Uh, what's the NCAA's argument for refusing to let their athletes monetize off their likeness? So their whole argument is that these guys are amateurs. They're not professionals, so therefore they shouldn't get paid. And they fear that paying these athletes will ruin college sports, quote-unquote, because it takes away all the amateurism from it. I was going to say, what does that mean, the amateurism? That basically just means like they're unpaid. They're not at the top of the top, which it's, it's I guess it's a valid argument, but it's still kind of silly because a lot of these guys are not going to go pro. A lot of these guys, I think it's like 1% of top college football players that get to the NFL and like 3% of top college basketball players. I might have that backwards, but it's those numbers are somewhere around there. And so a lot of these guys that are pretty solid contributors for their teams in college are never going to see the field probably never even get a shot to be in the NFL. And so they're never going to be able to make any money off their likeness. It's very, I don't want to say classist, but it's something similar to that. So we kind of, so the NCAA says that it takes away that amateurism. Why do, why do athletes feel that they should be compensated? They're, they're students at the end of the day. They're like any other students, correct? Well, yeah, that's, that's the argument, right? Yeah. These guys are students. They're getting paid through scholarships that's what people say um and for that they're not gonna have student debt like you or you or i might have and you know that's a valid point but also you consider guys like you and me we can have jobs we have time to work a part-time job maybe like 10 10 20 hours a week at least the average d1 athlete spends 43 hours a week dedicated to their craft that's three hours more than normal, like full-time work week. So where does that leave them time? Not only just to study and take care of all their school responsibilities, they also have to, they have no time to have a job, like a normal job. They're basically school employees. They're representing the school. People, a lot of people's like first exposure to colleges as children are through sports. Like, I grew up loving USC because Reggie Bush was just amazing, like, leading the Trojans to national championships. And a lot of people, especially growing up in L.A., were like that. 
Can this affect CSUN in any way, or are we a little too low on that radar? So CSUN is a bit lower, so I don't think it would affect us hugely like maybe like a USC or UCLA would. I feel like it could still affect this campus in some way, though, because we still have guys like Daniel Trejo who, beginning of the season, he was leading the nation in goals. He could he could probably benefit from this bill. You got guys on the basketball team like Lamine Janay. He's probably going to be in the NBA within the next couple of years. He would benefit from this as well because people, they're at a higher level than most of the other athletes on this campus, and they – and how do I say this? Um, these companies that like – or people that would possibly endorse them will take notice of that and try to market to them more. And that's what this bill is all about, really. The schools aren't paying these people. It's it's all on their marketability and how they can present themselves. Mm. So let's talk about your sources, uh, Ramogi, Huma, and Ed O'Bannon. Uh, can you go into these people? Because they're some, they're, they're some heavy-hitting uh, influencers, correct? Oh, definitely, man. They're great. They were both amazing. I couldn't thank them enough for for them participating in my story. Um, so Ramogi, he is the head of the National College Players Association, and that's a nonprofit group that advocates for the rights of student athletes on a national scale. And his story is pretty interesting. So I touched on this in the lead of my story. He was saying that his teammate was an All-American linebacker who got suspended by the NCAA for taking groceries that were left on his doorstep anonymously. He um, so that along with a couple other things led him to to start what ended up becoming the NCPA. He started that as kind of a grassroots student group, and from there he just it just took off. Once he graduated, turned it into a nonprofit, and has been leading it for over twenty years now. He was actually really big, and like in really big news during I want to say 2014, 2015. Northwestern University, their football team unionized and their whole process for that was in headlines like I remember seeing that on ESPN a lot and Ramogi played a big part in that because Northwestern's quarterback at the time he reached out to Ramogi and brought up the idea of unionizing and so Ramogi was heavily involved in that process and he he's actually the president of the union that that represents Northwestern now and yeah, so I had the distinct honor of talking to Ed O'Bannon. He was pretty much one of the first people to really step against the NCAA, and he did that by filing a lawsuit against them after they used his likeness in one of their video games. He was actually, I think that lawsuit actually was a big turning point because until then, I feel like that caused like a really big shift in how people viewed paying student-athletes. And that I think he played a major part in that. And I got to talk to him a lot about what he went through during that time period. He said it, all the criticism because he got a lot of criticism for that. And he was kind of the one to kind of take all that heat for all these athletes that have gone through that. And he was talking about how, you know what, the, crit the criticism didn't really, didn't really affect him much because he knew at the end of the day people were going to be like that because – he was calling for change. And whenever that happens, there's going to be people that don't like that. And I just really admire what he did, what he's continuing to do. And it was just an honor having him as part of my story. So 
CSUN declined to be part of this story. What what was the reasoning for that? So they emailed me back after I requested for, to interview athletes. Um, they basically just said they're not comfortable with their athletes talking about pending legislation at the time. So when I when I requested the interview, the bill wasn't signed yet. It was passed already, but Newsom still hadn't signed the bill. So their whole thing was, you know, we don't want them talking about this, which I understand. I'm not really mad at them for that. It kind of sucks that I wasn't able to to get their perspective because my whole mindset when I was writing the story was I want to get how this is going to affect CSUN athletes, how it's going to affect this campus. And I wasn't able to do that. So I'm not mad at them. I understand why they did that because I, I, what I'm guessing is that they had this kind of fear that, oh, maybe one of their athletes is going to say, yeah, you know what, I should be paid. And they don't want that, obviously. It's kind of a bad look. All right, thank you for coming in. All right, no problem, man. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Dugout Podcast. You can read Andreas's article on our website at sundial.cs.edu or I'll link it in the bio. See you next week. <laughs>